This media is brought to you by Polyscope. Dutch is a lifelong early adopter and trend discoverer. Chris is a philosopher, engineer, and futurist. Together, they are oddly incorrect. Got it. Hey, you're being live streamed. I'm being live streamed. Got it. I see that too. Not actually, but hey. If we're going to be live streamed, we should be, we should be uh, presenting ourselves, right? We should be online. We should have a visual. <laughs> I guess there are, I guess people do do live uh, podcasts, like with no, with no video. Sure. Yeah, uh, I, would, I don't I, know. Yeah, it was called the Rush Limbaugh Show. <laughs> oh, I think they used to call that audio. Or, or radio or something like that. Radio, yeah, some some antique thing like that. Some antique thing, yeah. Oh, by the way, if you hear noise, we're getting uh, air conditioning put in on this super cold day. So if you hear any noise in the background, that's what it is. <laughs> How long have you been without? So it gets so hot down in the bay that you, that, that you finally added air conditioning? Yeah, it took us long enough, right? I mean, jeez. <laughs> I, the five years I lived there, I didn't, I didn't ever have air conditioning. Now I had heater, but I didn't have air conditioning. Yeah, and and it taught me that the Bay Area gets hot for a week, sometime in June. Yeah, and boy, does it get hot. Yep, that's exactly right. That's when it gets hot. And gets then, of course, you live down in hot. the South Bay, so it's it's hotter down there. But I, I was up in that San Bruno, and it, it got up to. 90 90 95 or something one time one time i was in a training i was in a training session down in san jose a safety training god why in the hell they put me in safety i hated that stuff <laughs> um, and for some reason my heater decided to kick on while i was gone my oh, house no. was, it was like 95 to 100 degrees in that house holy ever for it to cool down <laughs> I slept under a a um, um, what do you call them the, the bath towel, but they're the, the king size bath towel. Oh yeah, I slept under that that was soaking, not soaking wet, but really wet with a fan on me. It was <laughs> so hot. hot. Oh man. Anyway, what's That's up? Awful. That's awful. Well, I don't know. What, what is up? We've got uh, we've got uh, people in a bathosphere and near the Titanic probably lost forever uh let's see trump is apparently digging his own grave <laughs> if you yeah. listen if you listen to the news it's like oh my god it's oh, the he... end it's the end it's the end it's like and who was it who said it a uh, ron paul said it he said he's like the monster in those movies where no matter how hard you hit him he gets stronger and stronger and stronger right right so it's like every time he gets slammed 
every time this is a negative piece piece of negative news against him, it works in reverse to increase his popularity. Uh, yep. And it's 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 phenomenal. It's like <laughs> it will he he will never he will never uh, I, I can't the only way he's going to lose is through cheating, wholesale cheating, like he did last time, basically, right? Right. Well, it's, so this will be this. Let's see. So, what are we going to do to stop? What are we going to do to we we stop we that from can't happening? Do anything. We can only <laughs> elect the fools that that we're going that that are working on. So, I have a county up here, not Placer County. What is this? It's between um, Sacramento and, and Nevada. Well, you guys are purple now, aren't you? If we're purple, it's because they're Nevada City. Right. I can't imagine Grass Valley is purple. But Grass Valley, I mean, uh, Nevada City is where all, Rose says it's where all the Berkeley hippies of the 60s live. <laughs> you had to think about that for a minute. I, what is wrong with those people? I got to say, it's like, haven't they figured it out yet that none of that stuff works? <laughs> it's like, it's a theory. It's a, it'll only work when you do it the right way, and they can't <laughs> define the right way. It's, uh, it's like it's like political science. This is political science because you know you have a hypothesis, you throw it out, it it doesn't. You test it, doesn't work. Then you have another hypothesis, you throw it out, doesn't work. You throw another one. It's 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 like the it's like looking for the holy grail. Yeah, it just does not exist. I mean, none of this stuff works, though. I mean, that's the thing that, that drives me insane is that haven't haven't they proven that this stuff does not work? I mean, that's that's no, the, uh, no. have haven't they not they have proven? they not proven it? Is it is it nope. not? There's a not enough proof. It'd be self-evident. It'd be self-evident if it had been proven. But they haven't. They've proven that didn't work. But the theory is sound. You see what you see how that goes. Well, here's so why do they think the the theory is sound when in practice it never works in practice? What because makes it? In, what makes them think a that theory, the a, a theory doesn't have to work? It's only a theory. <laughs> it's wishful thinking. It's pie in Same the sky. Thing. It's yep. it's it's, <laughs> and that's and and I. <laughs> I didn't know this. I didn't really think about it for a long time. And I think it finally hit me about six or seven weeks ago that not only am I an INTP, which we live, we love theory, but also <laughs> I went into communication, which is nothing but theory. That's true. <laughs> it's all theory. What did you do that it, for? Which is What's why wrong I, with you, you know, man? Well, I, I was doing it to improve my communication skills. I was—I don't know that I've been. Oh, done so that's the—that's the reason. It's not because you were interested in it. It's not because you were interested no, in communication. No, no, I was—I was. Oh, oh, Chris, you don't—you should have. I wish I could point to our time together when we were on rise, where I could point to where I did some something, but um. I I took I took communication classes because I was so bad at it. Mm -hmm. I I had read some books. I was reading books and I and I went through a, a massive reading program at the end of the eighties. Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. where I read, I think, I think we talked about this before. I go to the library two or three times a week. I pick up all the books. I read until I figured out the argument they were trying to present. And then sometimes the book was good enough. I'd read all the way through. Most of the time I read until I figured out what's going on. And then I'd take it back. Hmm. And, and one of those was communication. And I, I don't remember how I started this. I, I think it's called the talk book. It's really about, uh, Carl, the Carl Rogers theory of, of, um, what do we, what is not of talking? I, I can't remember what it's actually called because I hadn't thought about it in a long time. Um, where he was, to, he was putting out there that you to get people to talk, you have to, you have to. This is where you get uh, active listening. It's where you get mirroring, and it's where you get what's the other one? I forget. Um, when you go to um, communication classes now, you basically get taught Carl Rogers' theory of communication. Mm-hmm. And what's and what's what's his theory? I'm trying to think of it right now. I should know. I, I mean, I've, I've read it quite a bit. Um, oh heck, let me hang on. I'll have to do my little little <laughs> Google thing. Okay, Carl Rogers theory. And Carl Rogers. Let's see. This is exciting, exciting, exciting podcasting. I know. (laughs) We're we're spinning we're spinning wheels. A person centered repose. So this goes almost to where you change you change the way the Greeks looked at it is not it was the speaker, not the listener. Basically. What do you mean it was the speaker, not the listener? Okay, so is the 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 what for many years like millennia they taught that it was the speaker it was the speaker's ethos pathos and and um logos right they rogers changed that it's not it's not the speaker so much as the listener i don't understand so, what do you mean okay, by it's so, not the speaker not the listener okay so the com- a communication message is inter you know the speaker has an interpretation on it we thought it was transmitted for a long time, and I suddenly think of the, the uh, example. We thought it was a long time that it was the speaker or the source that determined the meaning of the message. No, mm-hmm. it's the interpretation of the messenger, of the messenger, or the receiver. So it's really the act, the listener. The listener re- interprets the message. Yes. Right, but there's absolutely nothing you can do about the listener. As a, well, as a speaker, so that's not exactly true either. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm thinking what um, when I was when I was teaching, they they want for some reason they wanted me to do a mass lecture, and I uh, I put it off. I put it off until I couldn't put it off any longer. I was fixing to, to uh, finish my speech class, finish off my speech classes, and my stipend as a TA was going to end. So I, okay, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But I thought about it. It took me. I, it took me a long time to not only to figure out which one I wanted to do, but how to do it. Right. So there's. We were in. We were getting in the persuasion section, and I'm. 
think the guy's name is Perlman, I think. And it's a model, it's a persuasion model. And they talk about, and maybe it's a debate persuasion model. I forget. Mm-hmm. It's only 30 years since I've done this. If that's um, all? You can't remember? <laughs> something like that. I can't remember. Um, I remember the incident that I'm telling you about. Is, so I'm in there giving a lecture. And there's there's a there's a thing that I picked up on the radio many many years earlier, and let's see, and it goes you, it starts off with numbers. I'm not going to go through the whole thing because I've thought about it, and you've got to do it just right. If you do it just right, you will have half your audience come to the conclusion it's a gray elephant in Denmark. Mm-hmm. And it's a long argument. I mean, it's like it's like two or three minutes. They're making decisions. I don't have any. I just tell them, you know, um, I'll have to find it. I know I, I know it's on there somewhere because I've, but I haven't seen it. Long. Anyway, so I'm I'm just talking. I'm just talking. I'm just talking, asking questions, you know. And I and when I came through it, when I came to the conclusion, I was, after I'd done all the instructions, I asked the class to have raise their hands. How many of you came to the conclusion of a gray elephant in Denmark and over two thirds of the class did? And mm-hmm. it freaked them all out. Because <laughs> I didn't ever give them the, the, uh, there's a, there's a thing in there. There's, um, there's a thing with, with the number nine that if you, let's see, I, I looked it all up. It's been a long time, Chris, but anyway, there is a thing in there at the very end when you say, when you're she's the, the uh, whatever let's see oh damn let me look I, let me see if i can find it because i'm i'm gonna screw it up <laughs> no, no 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 but okay. it's magical i heard it on the radio the first time and i went how did they do that well it's force it's a forced choice it is you or a, it's not a forced choice it's a false choice you don't mm. really have a choice and that's how a lot of mind reading, uh, um, uh, what do they call them, uh, mentalists do it. They offer you a, 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 what you think is a free choice, but it's not. It's, they've primed you to select this particular thing. Ah, uh, so they've just, they've just manipulated you into it. They, mm, I don't like the word manipulated, but, um, they set up conditions where, you as you choose the 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 your your decisions get more refined and they have better predictability. Mm. So, is there any way you can use that to manipulate people? Then happens to you all the time. Yeah. So that's what that's what's happening right now. Well, it's happened. It's been happening every time they do. I mean, um, every time you watch a commercial. If they hit, if they hit you on your product, and, and we're not, we're talking about the old time, not the marketing commercials, the old time sales commercials, where they were trying to solve your problem and not trying to get you to remember it. Uh, that's that's basically what commercials are now. They want you to remember the brand, but back in the old days, it was a problem solution model. Here's your problem. Here's the solution. Mm. They don't do that anymore. Uh, it's not not as much as I remember and. They would get you. They would. This would be um, what's his name? Um, Michael Caldani's. Oh, sub- uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh no, oh no. Normal persuasion or something like that. Oh right, 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 right. Or Robert no, Cialdini. Does persuasion. That's the influence guy, right? 
Isn't that right? Right, you, right. You talk right. about him? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because we, yeah. we had a long conversation about him in the past. <laughs> we did? I don't remember that, but go ahead. No, we didn't. Are you, are, are you manipulating me? Yeah, we we talked about how uh, nowadays none of none of the stuff that he or a lot of the stuff that he talked about uh, is it doesn't exist anymore, right? I mean, we don't have the what is it? You uh, let's say how do how do I say it? Uh, I think he, he had seven principles of persuasion. Yeah, is this the same no, guy I, we're talking about? It's the same guy. I was yeah. thinking that we talked about Edward Bernays, which was who invented PR, basically, um, and was the son-in-law of uh, Sigmund Freud. Mm. Have we not no. talked about him? No, it doesn't sound like, I don't think we've talked about him at all. Hmm. Bernays, I, sounds I like a sauce. It's a rabbit, it's a, uh, <laughs> it might be a rabbit hole. There's some interesting stuff. It's, it's B-E-R-N-A-Y-S. Mm-hmm. Ed, Ed, and I think he's E. It's not spelled Ed, Ed, the English Edward. It's probably the French Edward. Oh, look with a Y? No, E D O U R D or A R D or something like that. Okay. Okay. So, but it's B B E R N A Y S, Bernays. And you can find stuff about him all over the place, especially in conspiracy theories. So oh, we really he's need a, he's, to like he's a conspiracist? This conspiracy thing. Uh, no, he was he was he was the cabal. <laughs> oh really? He was part of the cabal. He because he and what was her the he was one. There, so there's like some names that that you probably need to know on that one. It's he's one. Um, Gustav Le Bon is another one. And I'm trying to think of the one that was from not not uh, Himmler, but there was a persuasion theorist in Nazi Germany that was pretty that came up with the big lie technique. I can't mm -hmm. remember who it is exactly. The big lie technique um, is that the one where you just repeat things over and over again. You not just Enough. repeat it, but you lie so big that people start believing it. It's the big the big lie is it's so big you can't believe it's not true. What do you mean? How can that? How is that possible? So believe it's so big. It, it, you can't believe it's not true. I don't understand. Okay, so now we're gonna now since you're asking for examples, uh, we'll go into so like the flat Earth would be one, and uh, um, what's his name? Uh, oh, you're saying that, like the more, the more the like more out preposterous there? it is, the more believable it becomes. <laughs> Well, think about it. It's really hard to have evidence. You, what they're doing is affirming your sense, your sensations in a lot of ways. Mm. This, this, this is why I don't really like the term common sense. What I really think we're looking for is people with uncommon sense. You want to go and uh, you and I do this a lot. We go against the norms to discover what's going on. And that's if you're going with common sense, you're you're going to be normalizing the things that you're that but there's no such to, thing as common sense is there i know but if people people think you will say we need politicians with common sense no we don't need people with common sense we need people with uncommon sense <laughs> just like we need people with unpopular opinions right you need to you need to attack the the, the 
the zeitgeist or the new new N O U S noise new or something new. It's and zeitgeist. What's the other one? Zeitgeist is the like just what's going on the out common there. Common sense, yeah, the common sense of what's going on. Right. It's the flavor, the flavor, or something like that. Yeah, you know, I think all this. Go ahead. No, I mean, and, and this stuff is trackable nowadays. It never used to be like that, right? We right. used to be able to say, well, we don't really know what's in and we And people would have to actually, uh, we would have to have people trying to sort of detect it somehow. But now we can be a lot more scientific about it. But I, I still think it's unreal. I think it's, un, I think it's, see, this is the thing. I was like, somebody was saying uh, on Twitter the other day about some TikTok video, which had, tons of views like millions uh -huh. of views and he put that into question right he said like I, I can't believe that this video could have had this many views and and i responded and i said yeah i mean i i can't believe any of these numbers right all of this social proof that you're seeing online it could all be manufactured right yeah. to say that you know so and so biden's mess biden's speech got this many views and trump's speech got this many views and so and so speech got all of those numbers could be fake and they probably are fake. It's almost like we've gotten to the point now where we literally cannot believe anything that we see. And there's and we've lost trust in everything. Right? Well, I mean, have, okay, have we... so trust is trust is a social concept. Yeah. And the, the I would say, do you trust yourself? That's what you do you trust your own senses? Now, I know my own senses are suspect. And the reason I think my own senses are suspect was the magic eye puzzles. You remember mm -hmm. those things? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You could look at it and the people could see things you couldn't see. It's a really good example of why you can't trust your own senses and you have to focus to see what the message is. Right. I, and in fact, I still do those things because I, I, I tend to believe that by loosening up your perception, you can actually see things that, that are a little hard to see anyway. Right. So you're saying that none of this stuff is, uh, uh, so we've never real, we've never known what reality is. No. Well, I, and, no, and now it's getting more and more tenuous. And it gets more and more tenuous. And the thing, um, I can't really remember what this was. Is This pops up. It was a, it was some it was some kind of archaeological dig where they discovered something, and I, and they it was a pattern in the in the in the ground or in the rock or something like that where they when you got really meta you could see it, but it had been there for millennia and nobody had ever seen it before. So right. a lot of it is getting your perceptions tuned to pay attention to look for this stuff because mm -hmm. it's there. They didn't discover it; they just discovered how to see it. Because nobody went around and painted that stuff on the rock. It had been there for millennia. And um, so it's the discovery. Discovery is really, they didn't discover that. They just, they just tuned their senses to where we can understand it. You know? but, but you can say the same about everything, right? Yes, you can. And that's why you have to be suspect of your senses. Because they're not, and we talked about this last week, there's a million, million different ways to look at at um at reality and in fact i was watching i was watching something yesterday i think it was about light and how how weird light really is yeah and 
you know, light, they were going light the, is super weird. It is super weird. <laughs> they were going through the split, the split, um, the two split uh, thing. And oh, the yeah, thing yeah, about stuff. it is, yeah, that this is where they found the interference and all that kind of stuff. And the thing about it was way, way back in my in my high school days, I did uh, my senior year. I did, I did light. Um, oh, you did light or no? Maybe it's waves. <laughs> I forget if it's light or wave. Light oh, wave. Man. But it, so we did. I did a lot of physics research uh, experiments on on wave on on light, and I'm not sure if it's. I would say it's light. I barely remember, it, but I remember doing this, uh, the two slit thing. Mm-hmm. and interference but i wasn't smart enough to even figure out what i was seeing i was a dumbass kid but you know later it refined me. i was like oh so there's something happening you know uh, i have to well it's the whole a, uh the like, world is we, miraculous it's, it's miraculous we just need to say that yeah so we we, we <laughs> that's, that's all we can say we can't <laughs> We can't, we can't figure it out, damn it. Uh, no, we're not smart enough. If this is a if this is a simulation, man, I'd like to see the brains on that computer. Yeah. So I mean it's too complicated for it to be a simulation, don't you think? Unless it's like I run don't by aliens. Know. I really wish I could say that. Um it's too complicated to be a, a well, simulation that human beings could level. figure out. It's it's too complicated for us to figure out that when we're talking about somebody's got billions of years to tinker with the code, maybe not. Yeah, if it, if it's been taken, if it's taken that long, if they can spend all much so much time, well, I mean, what do you, do you think that they're? They, do you think that they exist? You think we've that like there's aliens well, that are running the show? Aliens. I'm going to say aliens. Um, usually means off off world what i i think it's more likely that we're in a perception i mean um not perception what i want to say uh uh, interstellar where is dimensions that's what i want to say Mm. because we're not we're tuned to this dimension and there are other dimensions around and we don't even pay attention to most of them i mean it's mind warping to even think about them after you get past the fourth dimension I can't even I can't even conceive. Oh hell, I can't even dimension. conceive the fourth dimension. <laughs> Practically. Well, I can do that because so you haven't read everything. Because it's time. Yet. No, no, it I'm reading it right me. now. Actually, I'm going through the first his first book. What is the uh, the one? Uh, um, the one, dimensions. Uh, no, it's the one before that. Silent Man's language. Alive. Silent language or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, it's like uh, this is. I mean, it's 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 mind bending. And this yep. he wrote this stuff like a long time ago, forty long, fifty years long ago. Time yeah. ago, yeah. And, uh, and no, more than more than fifty years ago. Yeah. So and some of the stuff he talks about on there is is totally relevant to today. Yep. It's absolutely relevant to today, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So you got to fit. You got to think there. There are people who read that book who are now using that book on us. Yeah. Some of the concepts, I'm not going to say they're, it's like uh, lockstep, but some of the concepts are being incorporated into some of the thinking, uh, let's try this. Yeah. Or, and I'm, I'm thinking of, 
of a thing in NASA where we we were releasing something that was it was the elect um, the the electronic employee personnel e e office something like that electronic office of personnel files or something like that anyway mm -hmm. we were releasing it we were digitizing uh, the project was digitizing all the paper documents that they have for employee records right and they and they were going to digitize all that but it was a big massive thing to get all this stuff scanned mm -hmm. and employees were a little nervous to make sure that they didn't lose any benefits or you know how federal employees are everything benefits oh yeah um god forbid and out <laughs> I want to. I want to say it was Ames. You know, right, right there, close to you, Ames. The the center director wanted to release. Wanted, he wanted employees to know the process or something. I forget what the exact thing was, and he wanted what what we think what our it was a risk to the project because if employees knew too much, they would get in and get their fingers off right and mess up a lot of planning. Oh yeah, God so forbid. God forbid employees. Yeah, I mean, too much. well, in some senses, uh, there's reasons why you work behind the scenes so you can get things actually implemented. Mm. And and I'm I'm okay with that. Is but I didn't want them to taint. So the the basically what you can taint a program is and kill it by tainting it. You understand right. what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. And I was afraid that was going to It's kind of like, uh, what is it? Uh, when you observe things, you can mess them up. You can mess them up. It's the Heisenberg uncertainty principle. Like, were you? Well, yeah. yeah no, I think that's a little bit Schrodinger's more cat. What I'm trying to say. That sort of thing. It's, it's like, um, let me see. What's a food you don't like? Uh, do you have a food you don't like? Yeah, I like raspberries. I don't really like raspberries. Really? Oh, I love yeah. anyway, Or okra. That's one of our I'm not a big fan of okra. Are you a fan of okra? Yes, I love okra. <laughs> We're growing some now. <laughs> In fact, we had some last week. Um, oh, yeah? You need to let me cook you some okra. Maybe they don't make it right. No, anyway, I'm sure. Fried. My mom used to make it, and it was, like, awful. But fried okra is probably good, right? Fried? Oh, you have never fried okra. Okay, do yourself a favor. When you go and you see it, eat some. Fried okra is like divine. <laughs> Dude, really good. if you fry anything, it becomes divine. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> yes. Any, anyway, um, going back to the NASA thing, yeah. the center director, I did not want him to taint. And I said, let him do what he wants to do. Just make sure he does not include EOPF because we didn't want to have a, an employee uprising. I don't right. care what he says. He just can't link it to... Mm. Because it would, first of all, his, what he was wanting to do, uh, I think what it was, now I think about it, he wanted the employees to review their records before we digitize them. Ah. Which is fine. I, you what's, know, what's, and what is wrong with that? No, I was nothing wrong with that, but. Oh, okay. I didn't want that being linked to the project because they're, they're fundamentally they're fundamentally different is, mm. is I just didn't want him to taint it. And so uh, NASA is so political. Oh, we got to, we got to figure out. I said, I, I was on a call. I said, let him do what he wants to do. Just ask him not to include our name in it. Right. 
and, and he how- did and we and we did and you know you don't you're shaping perception mm. you know by because if if it turned you know there's a lot of rumors for going all kinds of stuff they're going to lose this and this and this and that's just this is like 13 13 years ago i guess maybe more than that um we did not want the the water cooler talk being applied to something they hadn't seen yet well i'm not quite sure what you mean by that i mean the what the you know you know what i mean by water cooler the the grapevine yeah. yeah it's like us we're looking at stuff and you know a little bit and you expound upon it more than you know mm-hmm. and sooner or later that's, that's the whole that's this whole show what? <laughs> that's this whole show oh oh yeah, yeah. we're expounding well, upon we're things really we don't know you and i are both really good at doing that but you don't want to taint like you don't want to taint what's what's coming down the road with something that is is not re- is not really relevant it's it's a, it's correlated not cause is not it's correlation not causation right and and so i said let him do what he wants to do just Ask him not to include us. Yeah. You know, and, you and that's how it worked out. You know, and I'm like, let him do what he wants to do. We don't care about that. We, If we make a big stink about it, then then the employees are going to think, oh, there must be something wrong. So, you, you you know, you got to play, you got to play the game. You got to balance the thing off. We didn't control him. We can't control him. He's a center director. You, mm-hmm. you don't control those guys. Uh, the way the way you control those is get their sign off and get them sign off on the plan, right. which is what I which I did a lot. I used nearly every plan I ever put together had a sign off sheet. <laughs> Some of these guys would, <laughs> could not back out later on. Did you did you, yes, did you use it? Did you use embarrassment? Did you use embarrassment I to drive use, people? It's really kind of funny how people put their if they sign on if they sign for it. They they believe it. I don't think that's as true now as it was a few years back. Mm-hmm. Remember, we it's like we hardly ever sign our names. I hardly ever sign my name. Well, now anymore. when you put your name on it, does it still? I think people are still are people still like, uh, you know, when they put their name on something, circumspect about things because I have a feeling we're that's what I'm into a that's word, what I'm trying to say. A world where nobody gives more, a shit anymore. Basically, they were, they were much more like that. Yeah, um, this is what 20... it's like an honor thing, right? I mean, I'm attaching yeah. my name to this, right. so it's got to be worth something, or it, it's got to be, it's got to, you know, be Personal decent. Integrity, yeah, 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 yeah whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah, um, our character, however you want to, however, you, whatever you think, but yeah, exactly. It's kind of, yeah, you know, now that I think about it. Signature, our personal signatures don't carry the same weight that they did before we digitize them yeah and i and i'm and i'm thinking you know and i i make a joke about it every time the pharmacy has me sign my name i said you know that's never going to hold up in court right yeah and, <laughs> and the only um, thing i can think of the only way they can do that make it stronger is there's a camera in there that records my picture signing the yeah. thing uh this is you yeah okay okay you got me that's well, my, not the only thing. The funny thing is, about my wife has got two different signatures. She's got the official signature that she puts on really official things, and then she just has a scribble that goes on everything else. 
It's like, so you'd never be able to tell. Well, it depends on which persona I'm playing. <laughs> if I'm playing Dutch, Dutch driver, I have a, I have a Dutch driver signature. Right. And if, I, if I'm Bennett driver, I have that signature. Well, you have your official legal signature. I, right? I do. I, it's, it's, yeah. But you never, you never officially changed your name, right? No, no, yeah. I, did, I didn't yeah. change my name. But, um, <laughs> So we boy we we we're kind of going a, a field on this one, <laughs> like like last week. <laughs> well, okay, let's talk. Let's let's swing back to politics for a second. Okay. okay so, do you think Trump is finished? No, <laughs> there's no possible way I think that. But Trump is finished. I think um, in the background, you can the old. Um, Snidely whiplash with his hands rolling around, <laughs> and and Nell is on the on the on the on the train tracks as Dudley Durack comes galloping yeah, along. Yeah, that's right. Floor. I think there there's one half of the maybe not even a half of the population. There is part of the population that's not they're 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 wringing their hands in glee. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, but they don't they don't they understand idiot. that any none of this stuff is sticking. That's the thing that I find really hilarious. I'm really surprised they haven't gone back. I've seen it a couple of times, but I, you know, they had um, what's it, the guy in New York that was the the uh, mafioso thing up there? They used to call him the Teflon Don. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm really yeah. surprised that hadn't resurrected. Uh, it's I've seen it a couple of times, but I'm, it hasn't it hasn't stuck yet. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're going to do whatever they can to to stop him. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean uh, I, I'm, almost, to... I'm really kind of worried <laughs> that there's like not going to be that there might be well, some the, physical the violence involved at some point because you've got all these deranged people out there who have just they've just lost it, and they can see him, you know, it powering up, and you know, it's it's kind of concerning if you ask me. It's kind of concerning. Well, what's what's your concern? Well, I mean. Could there be an assassination attempt, right? I mean, could people be so think, okay, uh, you know, crazed ahead. that they'll go, all we have to do is take this guy out and we'll be fine. I mean, I, I can, I just, it's just so people, you know, the level of rhetoric is just so high. It's, it's insane. And because he's going to get off on everything and he's going to still be able to run. And, uh, you know, how, I mean, it's it's just concerning. That's all. I mean, it's almost like, he seems to be the only hope left, right? Well, <laughs> the turning yeah. things around. Yeah, I could I could see how that would for turning things around. I so I mean, see. who else is there? I mean, all the other well, players. None of the other players have stepped you're, up. You're talking nation, nationally. Uh, there are a few, but you need to look internationally mm -hmm. and look at who the who the international players are. Oh, so we have to we have to expect some other country to come in and save us, or some other player no, 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 to come no, in and save that, us? No, no, they're depending on us to take care of. The, uh, I mean, they're depending on us, on the U.S. to take care of the cabal. That's I think that's pretty well. That's pretty well. We've got the resources, and not every, not everybody does. Right. But the come the um, you need to look at uh, Brazil. Because they're doing the same thing down there they're doing with Biden up here. Yeah, absolutely. It's, a, it's like a figurehead and they're manipulating everybody behind the scenes. Right. And, and so 
but there's Logan more of Wallen's that happening, not less. So it's kind of con- that's why I'm saying it, it's concerning. I'm not I'm not blackpilled yet, but it's like we seem to be heading in a direction where you know you've got people like Turley and stuff like that talking about uh oh, you know oh this there's this backlash against all this stuff going on, but they're still progressing, right? They're still moving forward. You right. Know? Right. San Francisco is still a shithole. <laughs> LA is getting worse, right? So the progressive agenda. That's a sad thing to hear. The progressive agenda is not stopping. It's like, how are we Um, stopping this progressive agenda? It's not stopping. Well, let's go back to assassinations. From what I've heard, there there were more than, there were more attempts on Trump than we know about. There were there are several out there, and there's one that includes a rocket, a missile. A ro- a missile. Yeah, you got to be kidding me. No. Nope. Wow. You can go. You remember back when he was going? I think he was going to China. Did he go to China or India? He went I to. Forget, I forget which trip it was, but yeah, when he went, when he went, and when he stopped by. Um, North Korea and did his walk across the border. Yeah, right? yeah. So before, but right around during that trip, there was a there's a rocket, uh, not a rocket. I keep saying rocket, but I should say missile. A missile launched on the west coast that was up in the air while Air Force One was in the air. From the west coast. From the west coast. Oh wow! So some up crazy Californian. <laughs> No, I think it's Washington. I think it's the state of Washington. Some cra- some crazy Washingtonian <laughs> can see well, that. You, if you remember, at the, around the same time, there was a there was a um, nuclear not what they call them, a nuclear or uh, an alert came out over Hawaii that they were mm-hmm. that they had launched a missile and they were fixing to get. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah! I heard about yeah. that. And that was, but so, that originated on on the mainland. It's about the same time. I want to say it was within a week, within a week or two weeks of each other. Huh. It was, it was really. This is when, if you can go back, I, I wish I could tell you the dates because you go back and listen to Dave. That would be a good, a, a good thing to listen to what he's saying back then. You know, I've got so much of the stuff that you know. Basically, we used to have a T-shirt with his sayings on it. <laughs> we need a shirt. We need to make a T-shirt that says that will tell you all you need to know. That's, that's... <laughs> or he, the way he starts off every single show with, uh, you know, the cabal, the World Economic Forum, and they're uh, all they're they they're, they're Obama in the basement, like never before. <laughs> and then at the end, he always says, "Patriots are in control." See, yeah. we can make. We should do that. I mean, I really should spend some time on doing that because we could we could do that because there's probably enough people we could we could do it with Dave and like co-brand it with him and and skim some skim some money off and let him <laughs> and sell it. Uh, yes, he would probably speak. think it's cheap in his thing, but we would think is is as you're out with your friend, this is like wearing the red hat. As you're yeah, but dude, by wearing I mean, the red hat, you know who they are. So let me. Let's talk about. We were talking a little bit about podcasts and how, like, what sells, right, and what people wanna want out of podcasts. I mean, what what can you what could you possibly launch today that would that would make money fast that you like very quickly are able to turn a profit? 
I mean, what could you do? I mean, would it have would it be in the political space? Would it be in the lifestyle space? I mean, what can what could you do? So, so what you uh, the first thing I think the question you need to ask is what how would we go how would we have what we have and make it go viral? Right. Well, right. have what so we have right now. You mean well, if we could two do, cis we white could, guys, so, okay. two old cis white guys talking to each other, how can we make that go viral? So that's that's the <laughs> test. We should, there's there was where's he from? Yale, I think. There's a guy who put out the book on on the on the things that the the on virality. I think mm-hmm. that's the name of the book. Is virality? I think that's it. He does he does a, a Google talk. And he gives probably a half of the book away on a Google card. I have to think of what his name is. Redheaded uh, Jewish guy. Mm-hmm. Um, and what we should do is, okay, if this works, then we should be able to do all these things and make us go viral. Mm-hmm. We are certainly not viral right now. <laughs> Definitely not. But is any but, of that stuff still happening? Because I, I was reading this article oh, yeah. in... Means. I have to remember. I have to. I'll see if I can find it. Is I'll any of that stuff valid? Still valid? I might not yes. even be valid anymore. It is, and you know things what? Have changed so much. So one of the things that he he did is alliteration or rhyming. One of those other, and alliteration would be Taco Tuesday mm-hmm. and Throwback Thursday. Mm-hmm. You want to if you want the 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 people to congregate around a thing uh, around an event or something like that you want to have it tied to a date where mm-hmm. people can get together because you control the masses by doing that everybody now knows what taco tuesday is mm-hmm. and and what was throwback thursday was instagram i think or twitter yeah i think it was twitter but yeah everyone's everyone's picked it up yep because they understood what it was. It was tied to a specific date, and then, and it was period. So it had a period on it. Every seven days, you had a TTH. Right. That's so you're saying we should we should rename the show something to do with a date? <laughs> no, because we can like, we can't have... change it to oddly odd, so we can get the alliteration. <laughs> yeah, we were probably too oddly odd on that one. It's like. Um, uh, uh... Initially incorrect. How's that? <laughs> no, 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 no. Let me let me see if I can find the book, find the find the guy because it's been a it's. Ooh, I don't well know, man. If it's years. been a while, if it's been more than five years, none of that stuff is valid anymore. Well, well this this is right? where theory. We live in a new world. Where, no, this is where theory actually comes into play because. It doesn't really matter this current context. If it's a good theory, it will last the time, the test of time. Mm. You, you, well, the scientists used to call it robust. Mm. Is it a robust theory? Meaning that it applies to lots of different do, uh, domains. Right. So, so it'll, it'll last over time. It won't. It won't. It won't uh, fizzle out. Right, and it and it was not just over time. It it, it applies to many different academic domain i'm saying domains what i'm really thinking schools of thought i guess or something and mm-hmm. the reason i'm thinking is because maslow let me think about we, we talked about maslow before mm-hmm. 
Maslow. I had Maslow in communication. I had him in psychology. Had him in um, sociology. Had him in marketing. Geez, that guy was management. everywhere. <laughs> yes. And why is so? This is one that made me really kind of dive into the guy, is because it was so pervasive that I really, I personally, after a few years of thinking about this, this was a way to get that self actualization out there. Mm -hmm. And it, it really, I need to go back and revisit that because I had a real, maybe I told you this before, the reason I had a problem with this is because. Donald Trump was the most self-actualized person we could see. And I had a problem with the way he was behaving. This was back in the 80s and the 70s and the 80s. And, the mm -hmm. 90s. and I'm, oh, when, so he was, this, uh, when he was like doing all the mobile. Yeah. All <clears> that kind of stuff. He was, he was pretty much self-actualized and there's a, at the time I thought he was a bad, he was, no, no, he was, he was, he was not, self-actualized person that i wanted to see mm -hmm. um and i so i took that if that's the self-actualized person there's something wrong with it right and i've talked to you before about how you for scum to come up with the same is is the is the prepositions that make the difference mm. it, it, within maslow's theories is it's not just the self-actualized it's the socially uh, i think that's what i was trying to say is the socially actualized mm. because you have to be, you have to pull out of out of yourself and reach out in the social social context. So a lot of it when we were networking, when we were doing networking, when we were kind of doing that. We were facilitating people coming out of their shells. Right. We were helping people to self actualize themselves, and by by providing a venue and all this kind of stuff to say it was safe uh we i don't think i don't think we ever paid for any food or anything like that did we, um, we i don't remember stuff, right? no 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 um it was we would have the restaurants provide their own provide food right. and people would if just buy drinks they get their own stuff right yeah and uh, if people would buy their own food. yeah no but we would say oh you know we're gonna bring like 150 people or 50 people or 50 or 15 people or however many people because uh, we had a pretty good idea of who was going to show up. Mm -hmm. And we'd say to them, hey, this is how many people are going to show up. Um, not like nowadays where everyone's a flake. Uh, <laughs> and, you know, they some of the places ha actually had food out, like munchies, so that people mm. would be like eating and drinking it. And they would buy drinks and they would it, they would uh, and they would bring munchies out for the for the folks. But it's funny how things have changed from then. It's like everyone is so it's like the flakiness factor has gone through the roof now it used to be that when people rsvp to something they'd be there and now no, people no, rsvp no, no. <laughs> and nobody shows up i, well, the I was getting, never that way it's getting worse it's getting way worse it used to be better maybe this is all connected to the I put my name on something thing it's like People are, are used are to say, to it. yeah, they're used to say, you know, when you when you signed up for something and you did an RSVP, that was a commitment, right? You put it in your calendar, you said I was going to be there. And now okay. it seems like blowing off commitments is way more normal. And Don't you, you think? So here's the here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because one of, one of my pet peeves, what they tell you about networking, and I never figured out how they did, how to do this. Uh, they're, I went to two or three networking uh, 
experts at in San Francisco because mm-hmm. I was so bad at it. I mean, I was awful at it. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the things they say is you need to, when you're going networking, you need to research the person you want to see, right? Well, our networking events, they, we never knew who was coming. Yeah. And we never published who who came either. Yeah. Yeah. And that see, I think that was the that was a kind of a missing link there. Is so and so so they can so the so the next audience can say, Oh, I should have been there because so and so and so and so was there. And I've been yeah, trying to see them for that for works, months, you know. But but that works both ways, right? Because people will What's look that? at people will look at something and go, Well, you know, so and so is not showing up or so-and-so is not going to be there, so I'm not going. You got to make it attractive enough for them to come. Well, I mean, should you do that or, or should you just them. make it more open? Well, or we could have, we could have featured featured guests. That would now that well, I mean, that, yeah, that, they're draw. That's a draw, right? But yeah, isn't isn't? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 what happened back back when we had Adrian and he when he showed up, there was just yep. You know, Big, everybody showed crowd up. When right? he was there. Huge crowd showed up when he showed up, but which is strange because uh, nobody he hardly said anything. Uh, <laughs> he just walked around. Well, that's the thing. It's like you, you bring a founder, and people are like, "Oh, I got to meet this founder. I got to say something to the founder." But, but it's like that isn't that's not where you're going to see. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn. I'm kind of torn between knowing who's going to be there and not knowing who's going to be there because not knowing who's going to be there, you know, opens you up to more innovation, but knowing who's going to be there. Yeah. Sort of defines whether or not people are going to show up or not. Right. Because they're going to decide whether or not somebody's going to, Oh, you know, I've always wanted to meet so-and-so and and he's going to be there. So, you know, I'm going, but I don't know. I guess I prefer the, uh, uh, situations where i don't know who's going to be there and we have serendipitous connections with people who i've never met oh, before you're, yeah i agree with you but that's that. just me I, I like that <laughs> but i also you know it's like you should go to networking events and talk to 15 or 20 people what yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> i talked to three or four that was a good networking and event then for and me. then you gotta and then you gotta figure out how to extract yourself <laughs> I'm just no, gonna get another that, drink. See that, you later. You have to extract yourself from me. I'm I'm <laughs> I'm the leech, and and so there's a uh, there's a famous I want to say ethnography or something um, called slouching. It's about it's about going to a a speech communication convention, and it's a it's a sociological paper or something like that. I, oh yeah, I think, I slouching think. into the future or something it's like that. Slou- no, slouching towards Chicago. Slouching towards Chicago. That's a great yeah. name. <laughs> and and you think about it is they talked about it, when you get there you want to see all these professors so you can get a a um, uh, what do they call it for grad students? There's a um, not a fellowship but it's a not a tenure it is it's something where they it's not uh, not a sign anyway anyway you um you you hook up with a professor so that you can do some research or something like that and you get a paid you get paid for it but the old the old uh, professors know this so they have their own click and they go play poker all day <laughs> and you can't find them and so you go to so that's part of the frustration is you go to the Chicago thing, 
you're looking for the people that you're looking for, but they know that you're looking for them. So they, so they don't show up. <laughs> they, well, they, they show up, but they all get out and closet themselves away from all these people. <laughs> and then there's, there's the, the side where you're, you're, you don't want to be alone at a net, at a, at any convention. You don't want to be alone because then you're the outsider. So yeah, you, but I mean, a lot of times uh, there's also other lots of other people who are also outsiders, and they, right. they'll, at least they'll get to know each other. <laughs> so that's the... But you've got to so see, you got to find a way for the outside those outsiders to find you. But the outsiders, right? the outsiders naturally like are are there. You just have to be the one to make the make the first move. You got to make you got to be the you got to become the, the locus. Yeah, and I I have. For a long time, what I would do is you've got a multi-day workshop or something like that. I'm going to lunch. I mean, out loud. <laughs> Anybody want to join that, me? No. Yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> I'm going to lunch. And you, I pulled together several different groups like that because they're all looking to go with somebody. They just mm -hmm. don't know anybody. Yeah. And they're yeah. like me. I said, it's like. Um, See, you're not an introvert. <laughs> I am an introvert, but I've learned these things over the years to do as an introvert because I know there are other introverts there that don't have those skills. Yeah. And and I'm I'm about to when we were networking, one of the things I for when you and I were networking, I did not do this. I did not introduce people to other people that I knew. Have you mm -hmm. met Chris? Yeah, you know, or, or this is Chris. If you have you two met, you know, yeah. and walk off and let them do their thing. Yeah, I did not do that. I've yeah. learned since then to do that. Do you know so and so? And just that's how you exit a conversation. It's hey, come here, join the. Oh, you know. so that's how you exit a conversation. I <laughs> yeah, was wondering. That's a good one. You know, a lot of people use. I got to go to the bathroom. And I saw someone. Or I got to get here. another drink. Yeah, that that kind of thing. <laughs> and and. The, for me, it is to to like give them a two second, uh, not a two second, uh, like a two minute introduction and walk off. Mm -hmm. I, I, uh, I'm glad you two finally met, or whatever you know. But you have to learn these things because they're not. It wasn't taught to me, you know. Yeah. And so I'm better. I'm better at it now. I'm probably rusty as all get out now because I've done it so long. Uh, yeah, but don't actually, you don't you find that. Uh... Don't you find that people are actually pretty good about it? Like even if you go to an event and you're and you're you're kind of introvertedy and people people here are 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 just like as long as there's extroverts in the crowd, people will come talk to you. No. You don't find that? I don't find that. Extroverts because the extroverts have you ever listened to Susan Cain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Extroverts kind of pick up on that we're clingy type people because I was going to say <laughs> this and the reason we're clingy there's a couple of things I think are going on there introverts are clingy because once we find somebody that has a good conversation we love that conversation but what we don't like is having to find another conversation uh, you got to walk across the floor and find, find somebody else, somebody to talk else. To. <laughs> and that's why we get in those deep conversations. I I think that is probably true mm. because you you enjoy the conversation, you like the connection. 
but they, you know, especially if you get connected with the extrovert, they're going, oh my God, they're looking, they're watching, you're still going 20 minutes later. Mm-hmm. And then I say, you know, I got to, I've got to meet 20 people, you know, I got to go to mine. I got to go to mine and talk to somebody. So it's, a, it's not the same goal. <laughs> so you think that's why they, they stay away from introverts? I think if, I, uh, if we had a big eye on our head, it would help help them out a lot. <laughs> well, I told you about that Rise Networking event, the very first Rise Networking event I went to, where they had put different stickers on your badge based on who you were. Yeah, I, and, and I, that was I've a, been that to, was an utter fail. <laughs> it's it's I've seen that, but people still try it. I've, uh, they were doing it in Huntsville when I was there. Yeah, they're trying. They're trying to do what we're what we were talking about earlier, to create a tribe, mm. and it's not that easy. You, uh, it's basically I was the same thing I was doing when I said I'm going to lunch. Anybody want to go with me? It's the same thing. You just right. have to you have to step out and do something like that. Mm. Uh, it, networking events now is like whenever I, they ask me. About it, it's okay if you're going to do it. Put stuff on the table uh, where it self-selects interest groups, right? And that's like Africa and uh, tulips and uh, uh, French bulldogs. You know, a wide array of things like four or five tables, and people will probably go to the one. Oh well, French bulldogs. What the hell are those? <laughs> the one that, that they don't know anybody yet, that, and they'll give them something common to talk about ah. to start. To start, and that's what they're trying to do with the badge thing. Is and it, it was a it's a good idea, but it's, I've never seen it actually work. Okay, well that's what we need to talk about next though next show okay. because I, we're out of time. But I really want to talk about building a tribe. It's like okay. it sounds like you know how, or at least you have some insight into it. Well, okay, that's a good. That'll be a good topic uh, because, yeah, okay. Because I, I, I think without one. without a without a tribe, you, you're nowhere. You're nowhere. You've got to have, yeah. You've got to have a sense of, yeah. That's a good. That's a good topic. I, I'll think about that one. That's All one right. I like to think about. So it's okay. on the list. Oh, we, unfortunately, we can't weeks, talk though, about right? it next. Yeah, two weeks because next week I'm okay. going to be out of town. You're, but uh, we'll talk to you around the Fourth of July then. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to you then. Have a good okay, one. Okay. Bye, Chris. Enjoy right. your trip. All right. Thanks. Bye. Bye. To be continued on the next episode of Oddly Incorrect.